0: and welcome to another broadcast of God's righteousness.
1: Amen. Purity, righteousness, that is the message.
0: We're here to be a witness of his resurrection. As is written, we were on the holy mountain. (laughs) Now, when Peter was on the holy mountain, in Peter it says, we heard the voice that spoke from the cloud. That is a key principle as a disciple of Jesus Christ that you learn how to be on the mountain. This is the mountain of his glory, but it's the mountain also of his suffering. So it's the mountain of being in the world, but being sacrificed to the world. And then on the mountain was the cloud that spoke. Now, when they first heard the voice, they went insane. Mm-hmm. So scripture says it's it so boggled and fried their brains that they began to to mumble, and Scripture says they had no idea what they were talking about. So understand that it'll bring forth your whole human, satanic nature when you first encounter the glory. It's not going to make you look good. It'll make you look horrible, looking like a manure pile. And a lot of people don't like that. It's called getting undignified or getting undone. But it's the necessary process to come out of the human nature into the Christian nature of Jesus Christ. And that is done by the mountain, by the glory, and by the voice of God. And those components, if you are faithful to stay on the mountain and get undignified, get undone from yourself and get into Jesus, no one can be in the self nature, in their own soul, and then say, well, I'm a Christian or I'm in Christ and I'm in the soul of Jesus. No, it's one or the other. You'll love one and despise the other. There's there's no middle ground. There's no gray area. There's no lukewarmness here. There's no uh, salt water and fresh water mixed together. It's one or the other. True holiness reveals all the gray matter and the mixture of you having one foot in the kingdom and one In Babylon. Now, the reason why that's so important is because sanctification extracts that the mountain of Calvary, the mountain of Zion extracts the world from you. And that's what we do every day. That's why it says, You must pick up your cross and follow me, follow me when it's convenient. No, he says, You must pick up your cross and follow me every day. Jesus Christ said daily, every single sunrise through every single sunset and all throughout the night season, you must have that cross. Now, this cross is the mountain. So the mountain of glory, our mountain of ascension, is simultaneously the mountain of Calvary, the mountain of our crucifixion. That principle, that foundation for daily growth carries on every level of glory for eternity. So what is happening is Jesus, the Messiah, who is the maker of heaven and earth. He is the real angel of Yadevave. He is absolutely the king of glory. And what is happening is he requires a greater sacrifice in order for more of him to get through you. The ones that get into gross disobedience, the cowardliness, the cringing, fawning fear, they, they say no to the increase of Christ's presence and the glory cloud. They say no to the voice. This is a common reaction, and that's what sin is. Sin is saying no to the higher realms of God speaking from his voice. Now, when his voice came on the mountain in the wilderness and that type and shadow, what did the people say? They shouted no. They said, let us no longer hear this voice. You go to the mountain, You listen to the voice, and then you speak to us. And in that covenant, God allowed it, but it caused tremendous pain and suffering because there was a huge disconnect from the people, the mountain, and the voice, and the glory, and truly the throne of Jesus in the heavens. In the new covenant, guys, none of that's tolerated. There is not grace to continue sinning. Now, continue sinning is to stay disconnected from God. There's no grace so that you always have a mediator so you can stay far from the mountain. No, the Christian life begins when every single one of you begins to walk this mountain life, which is Calvary, the crucified life. And notice as you climb this mountain, it's a simultaneous ascension and resurrection. So true, Christ, uh, true crucifixion, unlike the religionists that just pretend it by some kind of outward suffering, throwing their fire their bodies into the fire to be burned, but have not love, therefore they are nothing. 1 Corinthians 13. What does that mean? A pretending external suffering for God's holiness, but there was no ascension on the mountain. So they do that apart from the mountain of the Lord. So all pretending, play-acting, hypocrisy, uh, satanic, earthly, horror, Babylon, Christianity is having all of the external appearances of one who climbs the mountain, but is not actually on the mountain. So the Bible says, come up the mountain and be here. And everyone on the mountain can tell. Why? Because there is a true crucifixion to the human nature, and the one nature of Jesus Christ is shining through them in a measure. Now to those that are shining in a measure, as is written Isaiah 58:11 I will satisfy you with radiancies. <laughs> well, these are the radiancies of Mount Zion of those who arise and shine for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises upon you. Isaiah 60. So there there is a rising for the radiancies. I will satisfy your soul with radiancies. Notice this radiance, this glory, this shining only comes through rising. This rising is the crucifixion. So what we do when we come and we posture ourselves to hear and listen is, I am not going to allow the human nature to interfere with the greater radiance, with the greater glory. The demons, their number one thing that the religious spirit wants you to do is cut you off from the increase of crucifixion and radiance. Because it ultimately terminates their kingdom, it because the only kingdom Satan and his angels have is the one that comes between those that are disconnected. It was the angel of death that ultimately killed all those who disconnected from the Word of God that shone with glory on the mountain. If they had gone on the mountain, they had they would have been like Moses and had a testimony of Moses. What was his testimony? there was no diminishing of his life, even at 120 years old. Deuteronomy 34, there was no wrinkle on his face, no sign of aging in his nefesh soul at 120. So this mountain is immortality. Amen. Amen. But it has requirements. You must obey his commandments to prove your love to him. Now, Jesus Christ requires this obedience and a proving of love. No one can say, I love you. Listen, they all said, I loved you. They couldn't even tell which one was Satan in the midst of the disciples. Mm-hmm. That's what's written. They had no idea. They all outwardly confessed the same words. They all physically were doing the same things. Judas Iscariot was one of the 72 that Jesus had laid hands on and was out there driving out demons. Let that settle in. hmm Which means you had a satanic imposter. The Lord said from the very beginning, one of you is a devil. Which means that this one will be the full example of religious hypocrisy in the midst of my apostleship. And it's important because you have to be able to expose the weeds and the goats in yourself and in your surroundings. Otherwise, you're going to live with devils. And Jesus wanted you clean. To be clean is to be without devils and to be able to work on the weeds and to kill the goats, as is written, in order to live in my house, you must kill the goats. And the father equated to living in his house as having fun with your friends, Luke 15. So it's ultimately the greatest fun available for anyone on earth. But guess who didn't have fun in that situation? The goat didn't have fun. The goat got killed. So there's a complaining, a murmuring. The voice of the enemy comes through that goat (laughs) self-preservation. And really it's in the brain. And the, the demon tries to confuse his voice with the Father's voice or the voice of the Holy Spirit. Or I heard from Jesus that I should do this, that, and the other thing. And it's like just selfishness and serving the eye the I of Satan, of Isaiah 14, and it doesn't advance God's kingdom like Shadrach was exposing today, the strange fire. Well, the strange fire speaks of the I of Satan. The strange fire has the voice of the goat nature. The father said in order to hear his voice, the older prodigal had to kill these goats. This is our daily sacrifice, which is hearing through the convenience and self-preservation of the human soul. How many of y'all know you don't hear through the human soul? The flesh is not your filter for hearing God. The born-again spirit is. He speaks right through the born-again part of you. And the born-again part of you, as it increases with God's Word, being fed the Word of God and your, your spirit man is what sanctifies your soul and flesh. So it has to come from the belly outwardly. As it's written, you're washed in the water of the Word by out of your belly flowing rivers of the Holy Spirit for believers only. John 7:38, Amen? So we're learning how to stay clean. This is the message tonight. Breaking free from religion and staying clean. What is our cleanliness? Scripture says the crystal clean living waters that sparkle. Amen. So if that sparkle is not there, something has defiled you. This defilement can happen when you're sleeping at night. This defilement can happen when you go around unclean people who have unclean mouths.
1: That's why Apostle Shadrach said, prophets (laughs) don't socialize. They're not hanging out with goats. (laughs) And uh, there's a reason why... The prophets don't socialize (laughs) is to keep the purity of the word of God Because the pressure and the demand on the man of God or the woman of God set apart for the ministry Is that that word must be pure at all costs And in a perverse generation where even the best uh, of God's people are severely perverse at this time Simply because of ten worlds of foreskin and membrane uncircumcised with the potential to have every creeping crawling thing crawling through those membranes and foreskins at any time unless the individual is partaking in the fasting and prayer which i recommend you partake in especially if you have mm-hmm. 10 worlds of uncircumcision in your heart in your soul i highly recommend prayer and fasting that's really the only way when you have that much un circumcision in your life to deal with that to not be active in the foreskin and membrane it does require the discipline of engaging in Torah you're going to need to fellowship right don't isolate if you have a lot of uncircumcision in your life if you're not called and set apart for the ministry of prophet as in you're not walking in the office you're not ordained you know if you're in this apostleship and you go to www.rlm.tv and you look at the about or meet the team. If your name isn't on that website, then, you know, that's, you're not a prophet or an apostle in the sense of you're not ordained and you're calling in your ministry if you're part of this apostleship, right? If you're a part of this ministry, who are the apostles, who are the prophets in this apostleship? You can see their names there. It doesn't mean you're not called to that. Some people are called and chosen for it. But the false honor of the religious demon that tries to steal your destiny is to give you like the prodigal son an early inheritance mm. and false honor. Oh, thank you, apostle. Thank you, prophet, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. To try and get you know all this honor. And what it does is it actually takes away that deposit from the future glory that you could be walking in. And what it does is it's kind of like, here, just have this now. Have your inheritance now and go squander it on spiritual prostitution because that's spiritual prostitution when you're going around, everybody is your apostle and prophet as soon as they get a couple of circumcisions. You know, that's spiritual prostitution. And so, what is growing in love? What is the radiances? We talked about, you know, Brandon's talking about that uh, closeness, proximity to the radiancies what is the radiancy in the bible in the hebrew it's the zohar what is the zohar of the ark and it's t z and you are talking about righteousness t z h you know o r it's the zohar it's the radiance righteous light it's the it's the righteousness of christ he is the rock higher what's that rock higher than i i've seen it and it's his Mm. rock with his it's his own stone with his own name engraved from the father and that's the Zohar of Jesus Christ. And you can go look it up in the Bible, do a study, or check out the masterclass. Go through it. There's so many juicy gems in there that'll feed your spirit and grow your spirit. But what is proximity to the radiances? And what's freedom from religion? If we can cue uh, up the Clippeth picture, I just want to destroy the religious ideas about what it means to be set free from religion. This tree right here of the Clippeth, that's religion. You're only as free from religion as you are free from these entities. When you're breaking free from religion down in the valley, which is in Malkut, what do you have to overcome in Malkut to be free from religion? Jezebel's Tower, the Principality of Jezebel, which in the valley by Rick Joyner, where he met with Enoch and Elijah, in visitation, in visions, in true visions, they informed him that Jezebel was the final principality, the final enemy in the valley. What is that valley? Malkut. That's where you're coming out of that valley of decision to step into the Malkut of holiness. Out of black Malkut. That's when you're on the mountain of God. And who's who's one of the most religious in this whole picture? Top right there, Molech. Or not not this picture, the, uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, the top right there, Molech. When they're talking about in the Bible, the tabernacle of Molech. When we're talking about in 2023, 2024, religion, and we talk about exposing the tabernacle of Molech. What is that? That's that canopy false covering in the heavens over churches it's a demonic canopy over believers who claim christianity have some faith in god they may have encountered jesus but they live under the tabernacle of Molech, under the star of remphon and that's pan so pan and Molech. and who is the crown in that tree it's satan that's satan's canopy That whole thing is religion, all religion and rebellion. And those two are one. Just like in the true, like, uh, you can see the other picture that you like to show. This picture here down in the valley is black Malkut. You're caught in between kingdoms. You have to make a decision, you know, choose today whom you will serve. That's when the spirit of Elijah comes around. Choose which kingdom you're going to serve, and you know the people have to make a decision and you know don't choose the prophets of Baal, who did they work for Jezebel. It's about Elijah versus Jezebel, and to come out of religion and to complete Malkut, circumcision means you overcome that spirit of Jezebel, which is religion. It's religion, it's immorality. And what is Molech? Religion, immorality. Molech is one of the most religious demons in all of the Clippeth tree, extremely religious. And so if you can come out of the bewitchment about what it is, what's the nearness to the radiances of God? Well, when you climb the actual tree of life, when you ascend the rungs, here on the right side, the kingdom of holiness, Do you remember what that's called? That's the Tetragrammaton, YHVH. Do you remember from a class? Have you taken it? YHVH, that is absolute Berea, Yetzira, and Isaiah. And then Adam Kadmon is what? The little crown on top of the Yod of yod He vav which is that primordial point from absolute into those eternal realms of the multiverse through the Keter of the cosmos, which is Adam Kadmon. And so what is that? When you get crowned at the top of each of those four, and we'll say five worlds, including Adam Kadmon, when you hit the top Keter of each one of those, you get an engraving in the Sapphire stone body of your invisible body of light engraved when you engrave an iphone people can't hide that it's your phone why do people get engraved ipads and iphones so that people can't take it and say oh well this is mine well i know that's mine my name's engraved on it If that's true about just an iPhone or an iPad, how much more valuable are you than an iPad or an iPhone? How much more real in that solid invisible realm, which is much more stable and solid and firm than the visible realm. Everything visible is only made out of what was invisible. What is invisible? It's how things are created, how the worlds were created. Everything you see in this temporal realm, which is temporary, came out of that which was invisible. So in that eternal realm, that chiseling of that engraving that's done by the stylus and the hand, by the word, it's by the word of God. His voice and his speech, his stylus of Tiferet and Shekinah, as one you are engraved. Now, when you get these engravings, I've seen them, especially in those earlier worlds when I was getting the Tetragrammaton part engraved. So that's those first four worlds and the first five worlds. The five worlds you finish the little, you finish the little dot on top of the yod, the little crown on top of the little yod know humility it's a <laughs> little humility finish there when i had those every time i'd go up into to the ketter, i would see as i was coming awake like the, the night before and i would hit the crown of that ketter and it, i would feel it would happen i would experience it i would just it would be lit up it was a genuine experience and there were signs and wonders following confirming All kinds of confirmations everywhere and then as i'd wake up the next morning i would see like in the back like before i opened my eyes i would see those hebrew letters alive engraved emanating shekinah continuously which provides energy and light and life it's a it's alive it's a living stone with Mm the names of God. You can
0: see them. Hebrews right now. I will write my law upon their hearts and their minds. And so the Holy Spirit and the angels are actually, what is the inheritance of salvation mm-hmm. through the angels like Hebrews teaches? It's having the word of God. They're, they're writing his word mm-hmm. on your new gemstone heart and mind. Mm-hmm. And so that's where the radiancies come from. From the word written on stone tablets, but these are not stone tablets from the earth dimension.
1: Living stones.
0: They're stone tablets from the heavenly dimension. Because you're from above now. The old covenant was from below. The new covenant is from above.
1: Amen. So your proximity to the radiancy of God, of his glory, is really as you go up the rungs through circumcision, right? He can't he's not going to inscribe On the demonic foreskin, that's not going to happen. That's why it's so important. You don't miss one rung. The worst, one of the worst things you can do is go move forward too quickly in the rungs. If you don't complete a full circumcision, no matter how high you go up, you have zero chance of getting that engraving, which means no flowing Shekinah glory. It's all false. It's all fake. It's all going to be a mess. So wherever you're at, if you didn't actually get the circumcision, go back to where. The last place you got a circumcision, if you didn't even get circumcision, you go back to Malkut, get circumcised, and go up like we talked about yesterday. But the proximity to the radiancies, mm. that's his name. And it's, there are those Hebrew words at the top of each one. And then if you go into it, it expands. Right? There's life, the river of life flowing uh, from those spheres and you have he's engraved his name on you like you belong that's that's even more than the toy story writing his name in sharpie uh, under his foot you know that is a permanent mark in your inner man it's not something Mm -hmm. that can be undone it's a permanent late mark that mark in hebrews
0: is um in revelation several times it is written that god must write inscribe his name in their foreheads. Do mm-hmm. not harm the trees until I seal the righteous, holy, and, and mm-hmm. elect in their foreheads. What does it mean to be sealed in the forehead? It means to have the inscriptions of the God of the God of heaven radiating his Shekinah mm-hmm. inside your brain. So his thoughts are actually coming out of the word that the holy oh. angels have written upon bina and Hakma, which is your, your new mind, coming out of the earthly mind that is just dust, where there, there is no wisdom and understanding, no bina and Hakma, mm-hmm. That's not the source of any human being. But the ever-living being has its source in the sapphire stones, mm-hmm. in the divine gemstone body. Paul mm-hmm. talks about that then when we arrive in maturity, and cosmic Christianity, the promised land, described by the apostles, we will have cosmic bodies. These cosmic bodies are the gemstones of the heavens. It's really having star bodies, star flesh. Absolutely the truth, anyhow. And so you can see this, the celebrities and uh, the bigwigs of Babylon, what they have, they don't have immortal life, but they have the old heavens. And so they have their stars and the Hollywood Boulevard and everything you do from DoorDash to Google. You give it stars, one star, two star, five Mm -hmm. stars, and their whole Babylonian system is based on stars. Why? Because it's based on the fallen reality. Like you have to understand Babylon the Great is not just built on nothing. It's built on something. It's built on what is available in the reality of the curse of the fall. And what they use is the inheritance, just like the Canaanites in the promised land of Israel in the Old Testament. That was their promised land. And yet someone else had used it to build and develop. They'd build houses, as it's written, you'll dwell in houses you did not build. And you drink from vineyards you did not plant, which means they are harvesting and using the resources of those elevations For their scheming, diabolical Mm -hmm. plans. And that's really what the Klippith is. It's a counterfeit. Mm -hmm. It's like the Canaanites in in our promised land. Mm -hmm. There's seven nations of Canaan. Well, there's seven mountains of Esau as well. And a mountain of Esau, as we read in Revelation, goes up into the second heavens. So it's the harvesting of the heavens for the use of rebellion against mm-hmm. God. That's what the seven mountains are. That's what the elevations of the clippeth mm-hmm. and the mountains of Esau really mm-hmm. are. But now in Mount Zion, Calvary, this mm-hmm. Christian walk, we're beginning to understand what the earth is for. Mm-hmm. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness of the earth. What does that mean? Everything here is for him. None of it is for you. It's not for you. It's for serving Him. And out of Him, there's an overflow towards you, which is how you begin mm-hmm. to understand the flow of the river of life.
1: Mm, amen. Oh, so we talked about proximity to the radiances. And I wanted to quickly mention to you that those engravings that are in your body as you go up, like there's a certain world, one of them is the engraving on your uh, right thigh, on your nutsa, which is faithful and true. And it has some things like regarding that. It's... Uh, Similar to what you'll find in the Bible, speaking of Jesus, his nature is faithful and true. And so that's an engraving in one of the worlds as well. But it's basically like that yearning that people have to kind of like get tatted up, like tattoos, which can be really cool, you know, if you have those. But really, like, uh, there's really the cool, real, solid version that lasts forever. Like people go and die and go to heaven and their tattoos are gone, right? But when you go, if you die and go to heaven, if you have some inscriptions, you'll still have those, mm-hmm. right? Those are the permanent. It's like you look like you're tatted up, basically, but like way cooler than that. Like these engravings in your a living inner man, epistle. a living, yeah, that radiates the mm-hmm. word of God, Torah, constantly. And that nourishes the angels with you. So they like mm-hmm. being around that. And also, um, just breaking the religious spirit. How does all this work? I want you to understand this principle of cosmic righteousness. A lot of people get religious or they get charismatic and they think that how spiritual you are and how much you can show love to so many people. You can love if I love so many people and I can just you know have this great love and spirituality and if I can just do a bunch of spiritual things and I can be really advanced and have manifestations then that's what i did for the kingdom but i want to tell you something the most important thing than any of that is how faithful you can be and now i want to speak to married couples this is for married couples now if you are single or you are just you know you're single for a season you haven't met your spouse yet or whatever you know your situation is with that you're going to have to be faithful to jesus christ as your spouse uh, because if you're already constantly cheating on Jesus, it doesn't really help your odds of meeting the right person. right? You, you're not going to be aligned to have that faithful relationship, to be with your soulmate, to be with the one that God has reserved for you, that God wants you to be with. But if you're constantly cheating on God, you're not helping their situation. That's why I'm just going to say that you want to be faithful to God. So be faithful in your singleness, and your marriage to God, your union, your betrothal to God, be faithful and just keep, you know, practicing more and more faithfulness. And so with that married couples, it doesn't matter how many people you can heal or cast demons out of. Again, you know, Judas was casting demons out. <laughs> it, it doesn't even matter like, you know, how much spirituality, it's not about you loving other people. It's not e- even about that. You can show, try and show affection to a lot of people to prove that you're Christian. It's all worthless and pointless unless you can become essentially the most faithful person to your spouse at home. Like, you know, men, if you can't be the most faithful man to your wife, you know, faithful and loyal, and then women, if you can't be the most faithful and loyal to your spouse, you're not giving the affections of your heart away to other people
0: spiritually and emotionally really is yep. the main one for the women in faithfulness and then with the eyes for men
1: right and so yeah, and you'll get that and then so women tend to also have a lust of the eyes but there's a lot more hiding it in uh, the white witchcraft which is you know since women don't have the same biological chemistry as men they try to kind of say, you know, men are the problem. They're the ones with the lust. I'll tell you what, there is a great and deep lust in women that is very insidious and it tries to hide through blaming the men as the lustful ones. You know, the men are the ones lusting with their eyes over there. We're, we're so holy, we're so good. I'll tell you what, the s- spiritual lust is mm. deeper in women. It tends to be deeper in women in spiritual fornication i'm going to expose something here now i just want you guys to show some grace to your spouses at home you don't need to grill each other about this stuff please don't go there and then just start you know murdering each other stoning each other to death is that you <laughs> you know f- well you're going to need to walk in some forgiveness because this is a perverse generation and you're going to come out of it together married couples you're coming out of it together so don't be the first one to cast a stone because you know ladies if you're looking at men's lust or their weakness in the eyes the weakness in the eyes is because you know Adam looked at looked at Eve and he didn't want to miss out on that when she went after the fruit he shows with his eyes her Mm -hmm. instead of obedience to God so that's part of the 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 curse on men is because of that Um, so but women have an innate connection to Shekinah with your womb literally if a soul comes to this earth it's gonna come through one of y'all's wombs it's gonna come through a woman why she has a little matrix like it's like a mini version of a shekinah oven in there you're connected to shekinah or the you're connected to shekinah enough just as born as a woman for a soul to come from heaven into your womb and so because of that women tend to be a little bit more uh they lean toward the sin of spiritual lust and it Hides under religion, but at its core, it is a sexual lust and perversion. And oftentimes, it's greater in the women than in the men. The men is very strong, but it's outwardly it is what it is, and you or know obvious, when it's happening. an animal, right? Or, yeah, it just the f- and, and the emotions the are usually tied really to the sinned eyes. With too. her soul, yeah.
0: And the man r- didn't really mm-hmm. sin with his soul, the Bible says he was aware. Therefore, mm-hmm. he sinned with his flesh. And so that real, yep. that stronghold is there in the eyes. The curse of the fall is mainly in the mm-hmm. eyes for men and in the soul or in the invisible part of the inner person for the mm-hmm. women.
1: And so also there's like a parental advisory. Like if you have children, that's going to be at your discretion. I'm going to touch on just a little bit of a topic here. This might be sensitive if you think they're not you know, mature. It might just not be for them. But that's again at your parental discretion you have been advised, okay? So you, you've seen the rating for our app. We talk about, you know, pretty much everything. There's there's nothing that the father is afraid to talk about with you. He wants you to be uh, heavenly educated. So we're, there's no topic that we're afraid of. It's just when and what God wants to discuss for his children's benefit, which is growing up in maturity. We have to we deal with all the, the um, difficult things and that's part of this walk. It's not hiding from it or worse pretending it's not there. You know, women pretending that the men are the only the lustful ones. I want to uncover this mm. and this thing most Christian women and I know this cuz I've I've seen the Christian women groups and I know their code words for, you know, what happens and what they have going on in their lives. And I this is the same thing I came out of. Most women get more physical orgasms from demons than they do from their husbands. And at the same time, they judge and blame and accuse their husbands of being lustful because they see their eyes go after women. But most Christian charismatic, especially when they get spiritual, not so much maybe the outer courts, but when they get spiritual charismatic Christians, I hear about more women getting orgasms from demons than from their husbands. And that's truth. Truth anyhow. I know some women are saying, oh, I don't look at, you know, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know I, it, it's, it's more women than just you. It's more women than just you. So I want to encourage you. If there's a manifestation of anger, like usually when there's male anger in the house, the man's dealing with lust. I've seen a hundred times and different males, you know, throughout my life and other women's life, when there's anger at home in a male, it's because he's struggling with lust. And if there, lust and gr- greed's in there a lot, too. And it says out uh, in the, I think it was in Proverbs, if the man is uh, having problems, if you're going to have problems at home, if you're more concerned about money than about taking care of your family. So lust and greed will make men angry at home. Now women, they get angry at home, they get judgmental and, and accusative, same thing, there's lust, there's spiritual lust in there. And so just dealing with all that, those realms, and then the women, they get resentful towards their husband because they see their, the husband's eyes going after women. So they feel hurt. They feel cheated on. They feel neglected. They feel like they're, you know, they're wounded now. Well, if you're wounded, you're going to be wounding. You got to get the healing. You got to heal. The only way to heal is to forgive. Understand the curse of the fall. All
0: demonic influence comes through Mm -hmm. wounds
1: of sin. And then for a lot of Christian women, they want to be faithful. They don't like, they feel the shame and the guilt because then they're fornicating with demons. But they kind of, there's a part of them that likes it secretly because it's going to be usually the best orgasms they've had because usually with religion, when there's religion in the bedroom, There's not a lot of pleasure going on there, and typically the fallen human males don't usually care much for the women's pleasure. I know some of you all are blessed. I can see your faces at home like, no, my man takes care of me. You are blessed. You are blessed indeed. Bless, you know, your marriages. Bless your holy marital union, the marriage bed, it's sacred, it's undefiled. You know, enjoy the wife of your youth, it is written. And what is youth? Na'ar, enjoy the wife that God has given you through the river of fire. The mm-hmm. And the youth means Metatron, which means the wife that mm-hmm. God has connected you to through Metatron, which is that substance, not just, you know, you spouse know Metatron. Of Shekinah. Yeah, exactly. The spou- is The spouse that God has given to you. By his glory, his ordained spouse for you. So enjoy each other. And you should. Because why? That's Satan's looking to destroy. And that's the couples. original
0: pattern of Adam and Eve.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, he created Adam and Eve in the garden for them to enjoy him and each other. Mm-hmm. And what happened was they got into enjoyment of other things mm-hmm. that weren't ordained by God, especially in his timing. And it caused a great fall. They Mm -hmm. seared their conscience by disobedience. So really, the origin of sin is enjoying things that God has forbidden. We call it forbidden fruit. It absolutely is. It's forbidden bad fruit. You have Galatians 5, a whole list of forbidden fruit. Sexual immorality is the top of it. Sorceries, stubbornness, religion, um, witchcraft drunkenness, carousing, debauchery, and the list goes on and on. That list is a few times bigger than the fruit list of the Holy Spirit. And so when a person is only continuously having religious fruit, uh, they're only continuously having fear fruit, and there's no good fruit, the best thing you can do for that person who is a tree that's fruitless is prune them. Now, that's a, that's a scourging. And so, I mean, in this ministry, mm-hmm. we're scourging and pruning a lot of people yeah. because they're entirely fruitless. Yeah. Some been with us one, two, three, four, five, ten years. You just need to get pruned. If you've been with us this long, what did Jesus Christ say? This is apostolic doctrine. Have you been with me this long and you still do not understand, which means you still have no fruit. So what was he doing? You're, you're in danger of being pruned. Now, that pruning is really, what did he say? The tree thrown into hell, okay? Which is the apostolic doctrine of handing a fruitless tree, a Christian who believes in Jesus that has no fruit, and handing them over to Satan for the destruction of the flesh. That is a mercy because without doing that, they'll never see the punishment for the wrongdoing. They have to taste the fruit of the seeds of the flesh as hell Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they have no motivation to ever ever bear fruit of heaven. And for most people that are so stubborn and so disobedient, and they never obey in any area of their life, and they just think it's a game, and they're just worldly, that's the only path for their possible salvation mm-hmm. and possible fruit bearing. And it's very sad, and don't let that be you, but we know there's areas of our life for all of us where we had to really face demons because we didn't understand the consequences of sin. This is important. This is a foundation for destroying religion is tasting the fruit of death and dead areas in your life. And it's hard because you want to just always feel good. You want to feel peace and joy. Well, the areas where don't, you don't have God's seed growing up in the Garden of Eden, you're not going to have peace and joy. You're not going to have good fruit.
1: And you shouldn't. He wants <laughs> to
0: bring that stuff into maturity Getting so up. you can see it is death. He, What does the Bible say? I will make the weeds and the wheat grow together. Yep. Which means God is allowing those horrible areas of your heart, your mind, your, your spirit to to come to a place of maturity where you face what's inside you and you deal with it. And it's not just hidden under a bush. It's brought into the light. It's not just whispered in secret, which means you know hearing voices or the thoughts in your heart that are from the enemy and, and from yourself and your selfishness. And it, you can just get away with it and they're like no one knows. No, he says, those things whispered, I will shout from the rooftop, which means there has to be an Uh, an undoing of the inner man there has to be a breaking of all that inside realm of your feelings your emotions and your thoughts the breaking of your thoughts is essential for a conquering religion because that stuff just festers in there and you you
1: got to let the light touch that and acknowledge that that's sin and that you've done that And so when you bring that when that light comes and touches it don't try to cover up the religion Mm -mm. and and say oh that's not really what i am that's not really well just let the light burn it out when his light touches you and it exposes that inside of you if you choose to repent right away and give it to him and incinerate it he's going to spare you so much shame and and so much problems be quick to repent
0: humility is the evidence repent. that you're ready for deliverance humility is the evidence you're ready to uproot all the enemy's seeds that have grown in your spirit your soul your flesh because all of that will get dramatically transformed so your your spirit man grows which means the stuff where there was darkness there's now light your soul gets transformed i will mm-hmm. create in you a new heart a new soul so begins to have an ever-increasing glory. You begin to understand the gardening process of the new covenant, which I will make you gardeners. You know, Mary Magdalene was the first one to see him in the new form. And what did she call him? At the tomb? The resurrection? Gardener. <laughs> and then she said, Rabboni, which means garden teacher. So she said, gardener, then Rabboni, which means <laughs> master gardener. So how is his teaching in his resurrection form in his ascended form? Through, through masterful cosmic gardening, a gardening of the eternal things. And so what is being prepared for slaughter? Malachi says, pastor the sheep marked for slaughter, which means sheep get slaughtered too, not just goats. Now what part of the sheep gets slaughtered? The part of it that doesn't have an eternal life in it. an eternal span. The temporary stuff is the stuff marked for slaughter. If he were to do it all at once at salvation, you'd be vaporized. And all you'd have is just a little tiny wisp come out of your body of an undeveloped spirit because there's hardly any wisdom when a person's born again. You just say, I don't know anything, man. I'm just coming out of darkness. I just realized my whole life is a lie. There is no Darwinism and Jesus is real. And you just realize how stupid you are about everything and you need a teacher. And what is he called? Gardener Rabboni. Mm-hmm. So now he's going to begin to garden eternity into your spirit, soul, mind, will, emotions and your flesh so you can use your bodies for eternal things. That's how wisdom builds our house. And every day we decide if we will sacrifice the temporal for the eternal and most people don't. They, the truth is they just absolutely do not because they're locked in to the natural dimension serving the curse, serving lies. They just they're uh, clueless, like sheep without a shepherd. And so the shepherd comes around, which is someone who's developed eternity in them or aspects and measurements of eternity because you can measure all these things. It's not all or nothing. It's measurements. Mm-hmm. And so every pastor will have a different measurement. Every prophet and apostle, every apostle is totally different. Every prophet is completely different. You had Ezekiel, you had Daniel, you had Malachi, you had mm-hmm. you had Nahum, you had you had all you had da- yeah. Daniel. All these different prophets had different measurements.
1: Mm-hmm. Do we have a map of the Sephiroth on one of these pictures?
0: Yeah. Up seven worlds at least.
1: At least seven worlds. Yeah, that'll that'll do.
0: Let's see here.
1: Maybe one of these days we'll try to get the new maps on here. So measurements. Ezekiel, he saw into Yetzirah. Isaiah, he saw into Berea. And uh, you can use that for reference if you were one of the people looking at the Google Translates of my tongues that I posted, and that I am invisible to Isaiah. There's a key in there. It has to do with his ability to see went into Berea. So those are some mysteries there. Uh, But let's talk about measurements of cosmic righteousness. I want to talk to you a little bit. On the left-hand side of the page there, you have Malkut, and then you have Yassad, the moon. How did I end up walking in cosmic righteousness? This is really important for the married couples. I want you to hear this. Again, it's not about how much soaking or how good you can praise God how well you can love others or even do excellence at your work. It's not about any of that crap. It's not about how much you can show everybody else that you love them. It literally was, I got a download from God, on, and a rebuke from God, and then a download from God on how to be faithful to my husband. As in, like, not Jesus Christ, my invisible husband, and my husband's just mean, and I don't like him. Not that. As in my husband, Brandon, Apostle Brandon, here sitting beside me. The Lord rebuked me and gave me a download on how to raise a standard for being, the word was, be perfectly faithful to your husband as I am faithful to my bride, as I am faithful to you. He said, look how faithful I have been to you, Rebecca. I want you to be that to your husband. And so raising that standard i don't even know that kind of standard could exist i didn't know how sinful it was to just be inboxing christian guys it's not like y'all it's not like you're going and looking for romance with people it's like you just your normal christian fellowship yeah these are just my guy friends they're christians these are my girlfriends these are my guy friends and we just fellowship. We're talking about the glory. I feel a lot of glory. I feel the drunken glory. Like, they're good friends. We're into the same things. Like, they are they seem pure to me. Like, these are the purest people on the planet. There's no fellowship at this time, in this perverse generation between male and female. There's only business and military for the kingdom. That's, That's good. It. And so... That's it. it. It wasn't anything else. I did some soaking. I did some Bible reading. But the main thing...
0: There is the no th- fellowship at this time between brothers and sisters. It's only mm-hmm. business and military, yep. which is an in advancement into the heavens through sanctification. That is so crucial for your spiritual growth. That is an essential building block.
1: Right. and so, uh, That's how I went cosmic. Those are the circumcisions. So you know that's why i was able to get into Tiferet, and that's why god considered me righteous even in my first time getting up into tiferet and i fell down because i got bitter and i got angry um you know which so don't do that if you take your eyes off of the staircase it's possible to fall especially in those early in that early world because i wasn't really i didn't really understand being firmly established Uh, but what are the circumcisions it's a change of your life when you agree with the word of God, the word of God, you're allowing it to cut you. And so I didn't really like it at first because I wanted, I was like, you know, independent woman, modern woman. Like I've been in corporate jobs. I did my, I've taken care of myself. I don't need a, you know, the whole, I don't need a man to tell me what to do, blah, blah, blah. You know, modern Babylonian culture, American culture, Western culture, uh, free woman, you know. The ladies out here trying to free the woman and free the nipple and all that. You need to not... The nipples, ladies, do not need to be set free. They need to be covered and concealed. That is the holy of holies. Guard the Brit. Guard the guard the Brit. <laughs> we t- we talked about this. this. is We already had the parental warning for today. So guard the Brit. And then we were saying, you know, guard the tit. <laughs> okay? Women, just, you know, you, it's, it's good to have cute clothes. Let the angels pick out your clothes. You don't need to be religious. You can wear your yoga pants that 's fine it 's not about that religious that 's one of the things yeah. The
0: men mostly on her comments yeah. on her reels and her videos they 're like, "Oh, well, what about the clothing she 's wearing <laughs> every day, the angels pick out her clothing, yeah. so it really just exposed the lust, the hypocrisy, exactly. and the pride in, in the in the guys. If you are pleasing God in heaven and with the angels." Mm-hmm. And growing in those dimensions—that's all that matters. The mm-hmm. the human opinion matters zero, mm-hmm. and they're always wrong about everything. Remember that,
1: right? Exactly, because uh, it's the instruction of heaven. And so I'll just share this with you. I've I've worn in rebellion when I was just completely not following God, just doing whatever I felt like doing. When I was you know drinking alcohol, going club you know going to the club so I can dance with my girlfriends you know self righteousness whatever. I would wear, you know, the wrong kind of clothing, and then I was really religious. I was uh, fornicating with religious demons and self-righteousness and other seasons of my life before coming into the glory. And I would dress. I'll put the, you know, make sure you have a physical head cover, like get a headband so you look modern. That is all demonic. If you got women in your life tongue, you need to put some kind of a headband on to be holy. Get behind me, Satan. Get behind me, Satan! You're a religious demon. That's a devil. And that's not. You the know, voice and of God. this needs to be said. Yeah.
0: It's not about being conservative or liberal yep. in your dress and appearance. It's not about you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, looking slutty or looking you know like an Amish person. Right. <laughs> okay. It's about obedience to the Holy Spirit. It's not about yep. what uh, the human being thinks is rebellion mm-hmm. or religious or what that looks like. Mm-hmm that's irrelevant that's Mm -hmm. hell okay when you're involved in the do and don'ts of Mm -hmm. rules and regulations you are in hell practicing religion this is about pleasing the holy Mm -hmm. spirit making the glory cloud smile (laughs) with all of your actions with all of your words every day and it's that simple a successful day yes how you dress can make the lord smile can make the angels smile We watch in our conversation, and our fellowship Mm -hmm. every day, the angels rejoice and react to certain words and terms we say. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll say something, uh, a revelation or something, uh, some kind of heavenly download uh, and some kind of new concept Mm -hmm. that God's teaching us. And the angels (laughs) at times when different words come out of our mouths will explode in celebrations around us. And we see this every single day (laughs) for years. So you have to understand... Everything you're saying and doing and thinking in the natural realm has an angelic reaction for good or bad or just neutral, where it's just like, you know, human normality. And you don't want that either. You want them active around you because what you're doing is so interesting, as it's written, even angels long long to look look into into these things.
1: Yeah, and it's great when the angels rejoice in your outfit, like we were just talking about. You know, Apostle Shadrach did his broadcast, I think it was yesterday, and he has this red outfit, Yeah. and we were talking about the seraphim actually love his red outfit.
0: Yeah, very cool. They
1: love it. And that's why there was, I think the last one Glory
0: of the, la- one,
1: the, yeah, yeah, the, the- Glory Vuitton. Yeah, yeah, the Glory Vuitton, yeah. And the sunglasses were cool today. The sunglasses Shadrach I mean, were Brandon awesome Brandon saw today. those today, yep. yeah. Yeah, those are really cool. Angels rejoicing in uh, Apostle Shadrach's sunglasses today. And so that's that's why... That was really cool. I hear Brandon say something and I come running over. The angelic excitement around... (laughs) It's excitement. So you have to understand, we don't think like earthly Christians how much did it cost and well, why are you wearing sunglasses you know those are devils in human flesh that speak when they talk like that Mm. this is about the excitement the joy of heaven excitement
0: and joy of heaven so like when you're getting
1: dressed for the day we always (laughs) ask our angels for help Uh, every day i'm like all right what are we wearing today you know What's the plan? Wh- it could be prophetic. It could just be, you know, a choose your own adventure. But when you get dressed for the day, make sure your angel isn't like shaking their head. Yeah, <laughs> no, <I> mean that, <laughs> they're get that excited. really is a
0: wonderful discipline to instill into you. Mm-hmm. In everything in your life, it must be for the joy and the mm-hmm. excitement of heaven. Yeah, Is this going to cause the angels to just go into a celebration around you because you said, <laughs> thought, or did that thing? That's a good feeling. Amen, and that's really how you should base your life, because it's it's through that that you grow in the glory mm-hmm. with the angels that help you inherit salvation, and you begin to get enculturated mm-hmm. in that heavenly culture.
1: Amen. And part of that culture, and I know this from impartation, because I had heard all the worldly doctrines <laughs> from women about why they should you know free free the nipple, why you should do what you want, and I heard all the indoctrination of all the religious women and why you should dress like a man or why you should wear the baggiest stuff you know i tell you what when i was uh under that principality and this was years ago a long time ago where you just it's all just baggy clothes and you just cover yourself up and slap a headband on top of it just i actually would have the worst interactions reactions with the lust spirits it's like they would even be worse and it would be able to negatively affect me because of why it was self-righteousness mm. which is fornication with demons
0: deeper in hell
1: deeper in hell it was worse i was actually having worse problems than when i would wear cute stuff just just when i had you know whatever crap going on that wasn't holy so but for angelic enculturation what i've learned after everything i've been through i've done it really wrong to the left really wrong to the right And now I'm in righteousness, and we have the angelic interaction with the outfits and things like that. Part of that enculturation is cover the nips, ladies. So Mm -hmm. walk in a lot of freedom. Keep them covered up. It's just, it's part of the culture, heaven uh, coming to earth.
0: Yeah, the brilliance of holiness, the Mm -hmm. radiance of holiness, make it your goal. But understand it only comes through (laughs) a relationship and (laughs) obedience to what the Spirit of Christ is speaking to you today. And for a lot of people that I know struggle to hear clearly the Holy Spirit, be still before him and bring your expectations and just burn them. Because this thing will get in the way and say, well, uh, but, 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 and I don't know. And there's this fear, (laughs) there's this worry, there's that that human animal reaction to the divine. That's the part where you need (laughs) to be still. Be still and know that I am the Lord, it is written. And so when he speaks, it comes out of a place where you're crucified with Christ, the the clarity of hearing His voice varies according to how much you've been crucified on the mountain. Because to be dead to the world is Mm -hmm. to be alive to Christ, it is written. But to be alive to the world and the things of the world, that means there's no ability to really hear Mm -hmm. or see Him. And that's what we're trying to burn up and sanctify out of everyone, including ourselves as we grow in Christ.
1: And and it's a necessary thing. We're always repenting to be closer and closer to God. That's what going up the Sephiroth is, it's repentance. And I just I love this. I think this feels like like a really nice like mom and dad moment. You know, it's some people and this is why God is speaking on some of these topics. Some people who watch this, you never had parents that could explain this to you without condemning, or Mm. they didn't know. So just forgive them, too. If you had some really bad fathering and mothering, and it kind of messed you up, or you have pain in these areas, why you want to prostitute yourself with what you wear, Mm. or why you want to hide yourself to protect yourself. Maybe you were violated when you were younger, and you want to hide behind bagging clothing, or you want to protect. You know, you are beautiful and created in the image of God, and the rising in righteousness is an increase of his holiness, which is an increase of his beauty, in you, and it's an increase in the protection. That's when you know you're. I'm going to the mall, have my you know, beautiful outfit on that the angels have picked out for me, and it's glorious. We're walking in a blaze of holiness, and there was those guys that were standing outside of, you know, in the little mall way outside of the restaurant. And when I saw those spirits of lust, I just started whispering and cursing it. Mm-hmm. And they tucked tail and they ran. They're terrified of what? The angels punishing them. You'll have to use your sword
0: every day. So,
1: (laughs) you know, be beautiful and, you know, we want you to be cute and holy and beautiful. Because there's no, the lie in this world, in the fallen state, is that there's some beauty apart from holiness.
0: Mm -hmm. Sailor moon instead of Satan moon. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So... And the day is coming, and I was seeing this in the Old Testament, I think it was Isaiah, it talks about the wicked, uh, the wicked and rebellious people being stripped, the women being stripped of their beauty. And so we're coming, we're beginning to come into those times where the wicked are going, the, they're going to mm. be stripped of beauty. Amen. Because it's a lie. There is no beauty apart from holiness. It's a facade. Same it's as soon as they
0: die, their ugliness is revealed. It was all a lie.
1: Yep. It was all facade. It was all mirage. Uh, shadows and uh, mirages of the counterfeit. It's stolen glory. So believers, a lot of you know believers, by being under the religious spirit, you know, that's what Jezebel does in Jezebel's tower, is harvest grace and beauty and all those things to distribute to her false children, the mm-hmm. children of Satan. Why? So that they can fornicate with their father, Molech. That's why if you grow in righteousness, you're going to have to... You know, gird yourself, guard the brit. Uh, you know, guard guard yourself and the Lord in true righteousness, not in rebellion, and not in religion, because that is as, in essence. Guarding the limit. brit,
0: guarding the circumcision. Brit is the Hebrew word for circumcision. Mm-hmm. It's the it's the guarding of the covenant of purity. Without purity, no one will see the Lord. Which means, without purity, there's no Christianity in your life. So you guard that purity because that is your connection to the light of salvation.
1: Yep. And for those of you who are married, again, you know, we talk a lot about the things, you know, for singles and all that, but, you know, there's a highlight tonight for the married couples. Your closeness and your purity of relationship with Jesus, like how much you're loving Jesus is, if you are married, made manifest in how faithful you are to your spouse. So if at any time there's a faltering or a failure, a spiritual or moral failure toward your spouse, as in you're not 100%, you're, you messed up some way, you know, repent and receive mm-hmm. forgiveness, but understand all that is, it's a reflection. This is why you don't have to be so mad uh, if your spouse messes up, why? You don't have to be so, you know, heartbroken, devastated, why? Because you're going up 10 weeks, All that stuff comes off. Mm -hmm. The temptation, yes, increases as you rise, but you know that the nature that does that is coming out. And so there's a lot of grace as you repent. (laughs) You've got to have grace and forgiveness, which is a crucified life. Because I'm going to be honest with you, married couples, you're probably not, and I almost would say definitely not going to be perfect. Only Jesus never fell short, which Mm -hmm. means, ladies... There's probably going to be a time where your man accidentally looks at a beautiful woman walking by. Why because he's not for he's, he's got a foreskin in his soul. if he's repenting and he's you're, you know what he's trying and what to happens walk in when you're around the glory change, yeah. is
0: that you're convicted and there's that shame of sin right which what you do is then now you deal with it and realize, man, there is still that wickedness. And you, what do you do? You bring it to the Word, and the Word has mm-hmm. the ability to cut it away. It's the Word that is the mm-hmm. sword or the scalpel of circumcision. So it's important that you taste the death mm-hmm. of your inadequacies and not just cover them up with external pretending. And so mm-hmm. when you begin to taste it and you truly love Jesus more than sin, for anyone who continues sin has never known him, First John. But, so we repent progressively mm-hmm. as the sin is revealed for when the Holy Spirit sent forth, he will convict of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Mm-hmm. That means there's a progressive revealing, not for condemnation, but yes. for circumcision, so it's annihilated. Yep. So if the stuff is being burnt up and you love Jesus, you don't need to let it come to a head and manifest. You don't need you to don't sin. Need to, yeah. You learn to be a more faithful priest and deal with it as it's coming out so it doesn't have the full consequences. So it does
1: <laughs> sin, and death. Yes,
0: yeah, so you're not out there in actual of physical adultery and murder, you can catch Mm -hmm. it in its spiritual infancy before it uh, becomes that natural Mm -hmm. manifestation. And that's really what the gardening is, is getting that stuff out of the spirit, the soul, Mm -hmm. and the mind effectively and Mm -hmm. letting Jesus come through you more and more every day.
1: Right. And so, you know, women, spouses, wives, you know, to your husband, as they're going through that process, make sure you're not the Pharisee standing there with the rock ready to stone him to death because he made a mistake. And, you know, husbands, you're going to have to have grace for your wives because more than likely they're probably going to cheat on you with a demon at some point or give their emotional heart affections away to another man that's not you. Hopefully not. Because my hope in sharing these, you know, what we've learned from 6,000 years of Christianity, what we've learned from the whole glory stream and the church age and coming out of it is the actual situation. So you're going to have grace for each other. But understand, you know, women don't go in that Gevra Gevra portal of uh, that emotional reaction and anger and murder towards a man. That is, in essence, Jezebel, right? So if a man is on his way repenting and he makes a mistake and you're there with the stone ready to kill him, you are actually manifesting Jezebel, uh, that self-righteousness. And then what? You've had fornication with the religious demon. That's why, you know, some of you if you have a dream that is a sexually explicit thing with you and a demon or you and you know, someone's not your spouse, it's actually a grace on your life that you can be aware of what's happening because when people are in bed with the religious demon, most of them, their consciences are seared mm-hmm. and they can't tell that they're actually fornicating with anything. So when God allows you to see that in a dream that you're in bed with something, and you're enjoying something that's not your husband there's a grace on your life if you just go pray for me pray for me pray for me and then you just go into more religion you're going to s- still be in bed with religious demons trying to be morally externally upright but internally you're becoming more and more of a whore and then you're murdering and murdering the men in your life more because they're not perfect with their eyes yet like jesus and that's that perpetuation of that jezebelic cycle That's how women get demon-possessed with Jezebel spirits that are serving under his tower. And we've actually seen it where, you know, that actual principality will hop into a woman's body depending on her target. And so the thing that you claim to hate is the very thing that you're doing while you're blaming the men because it's more obvious sin in them, you know. So just understand the reality of the situation. Why? Because God wants to deal with it, which means get the scalpel out. When you get rid of the foreskin and membrane, you don't have to be like that anymore. That nature is coming out of you. The shadows are coming out of you. And then as you continue to go up beyond 10 worlds, the mindset begins to change and the old mindsets shatter where your mind is darkened, where there's not light. So it's about being in that renewed mind of Christ, the spirit of your mind and all these Topics. It might feel uncomfortable. You might feel a little, you know, squirmy. You're like, oh, it's. I don't want to hear it. That just means something's got to die. So,
0: yeah, the, dealing with the sexual purity is, you know, probably one of the most important things you'll ever deal with in your Christian walk. It says in Revelation that those who ascend were as pure as virgins. They had no uncleanness in their inner man. They were, they were pure. So that, that virginity is the virginity of King Jesus, okay? That is a requirement that that begins to be developed in you. So dealing with all of the human nature, the hormones, the, you know, the male, the female, and, and learning how to be an effective priest mm-hmm. and not be religious about it mm-hmm. and, and don't just cover it up and not <laughs> deal with it. But as a priest, what does a priest do? Everything that's brought, he learns how to cut it He learns how to bind it, and he learns how to burn it. And the things after they're burned that remain are holy to the Lord. Amen. So the angels would be there, and as the animal in the sacrifice would burn, there would be that fragrant offering. And he says that when you do the good works that please him, it arises to him as a fragrant offering. Mm -hmm. That is like the fire that has consumed the sacrifice and the smoke of it goes into his nostrils, and it's, it's a literal release of energy that pleases God when you sacrifice lust and pride yeah. for his nature. You'll deal with this every single day of your life. This is not a one-time event you've dealt with it. Did you deal with it today? Guys, you'll deal with it tomorrow. The only thing that changes is you become a better priest mm-hmm. with binding with the cords. The use of the altar, the tools of the new covenant priesthood, the fire of the Holy Ghost to burn the thing, the wisdom of the ages to speak the word that could move angels or within the word itself, incinerate the curse. So oftentimes when you're faced with this stuff every single day, because a lot of people have no interest in becoming disciples and becoming perfect as He is perfect, as is written. Be Mm -hmm. perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Most people, that's the furthest thing from their minds. Well, that's the only thing on our minds. That's all we care about Mm -hmm. is Him. So that means that the contrast of the wicked and the righteous in the end times, the Bible says, it will become Mm -hmm. greater and greater, which means you will be affected by it more, but you will be a more effective priest to deal with it so none of it can get on your garments. None of it influences your emotions or your senses, your Mm -hmm. eyes, your nose, your mouth, your ears, your touch gates. And the holiness Mm -hmm. of the Spirit of God and His Word can increase in shining Mm -hmm. through you. That's the arising and the shining for your light has come. That's the virgin Mm -hmm. sexual purity. That's what it means to arise and shine. Arise and shine is the same as being sexually pure. You cannot shine. There is no light Mm -hmm. of life anywhere there is immorality.
1: I can feel the angels being released that are washing you guys up. It's washing everyone. I feel even more washed. (laughs) And it's just really good. This is the kind of, you know, mothers and fathers who care for their children, they instruct them in the ways of purity. Even uh, Solomon's mother, when he wrote uh, the Proverbs, and it talks about sexual promiscuity and sexual purity in the Proverbs, how can a young man stay pure? Know, how can you maintain purity? And that also uh, represents purity of spirit when a young man, right? Pier- how can a young man stay pure? Women apply that to yourselves when you read that in Proverbs. How can my spirit, my inner man, stay pure? It's the Proverbs. And when he went to write Proverbs, he's, it basically, you know, says, this is how Bobby Connor would teach it. Uh, Look what my mama taught me. Which is what? There's the mothering. And what do we know about his mother Bathsheba? David, they had revelation through experience what they experienced and went through in their life of sexual immorality and sexual purity. They had to have sexual purity to birth Solomon, right? For that mm. pure soul to come down, we find it
0: comes down is first of all pure. It
1: was first of all pure. So to bring Solomon down, a pure soul, uh, They with really learned wisdom,
0: purity the hard way though.
1: They learned the hard way. <laughs> so <laughs> We're hoping that you learn the easy so way, which the is the scholar's way. path. The
0: scholar's path. So Amen. you can
1: study. And we really want <laughs> the couples, those are you who are married, because it's God wants to do something special in you. Uh, and he wants to change the way things have been. Maybe you are really in love. And, you know, now it seems like you have more negative thoughts towards each other. You know, it's time for a fresh start for the married couples. And the Lord wanted me to speak on this, too. There are... It is possible, ladies, I want you to hear this, it is possible for you to fall in love with the wrong man. It is possible, and I say fall in love, as in that's your human, emo- it's your emotional, even your rua, your spirit, man's emotional feelings. It is possible for you to fall in love with your rua soul with the wrong man. That doesn't mean, you know, if you married the wrong man, what I'm saying is, there is a bewitchment of Satan that targets women with Ruah. What is Ruah soul? It means you're baptized in the Holy Ghost and you have a Ruah soul to reflect the Holy Spirit, the Ruah Kakadesh. All of Yetzirah deals with your Ruah, getting circumcised in the emotions. It's the world of emotion. So gird your emotions, ladies. You're, you're rising in a sigh above the sun. Get ready because, you know, tempering the emotions, especially for the women. You just got to be solid in Christ and not really care too much. You do care because your emotions are important. But especially when you're rising in Christ and getting circumcised, just take those emotions with a grain of salt. They're probably wrong most of the time, especially if you have a lot of uncircumcision. The emotions are just wrong. And so what we find, it is very possible for you ladies to fall in love with a wrong person. Or let's say you're married to a God-given spouse, it's possible for you to fall in love with someone else that you're not supposed to be with. Why is that? And when I say fall in love, I'm using that as in the emotional experience that women will report as I don't feel in love with my husband anymore. Well, I feel in love with this person now. That is a satanic assignment to kill your destiny and to destroy your family unit. And that's why breaking the spells if you have any marital issues at home you feel like you're not in love anymore you feel sad you feel depressed you feel like something's not right you're wondering if you even were with the right person i want to encourage you go through the breaking the spell breaking spells just right uh, now speak out loud Mm
0: -hmm. i curse Mm -hmm. those magic spells over my family and my spouse and my relationship to my spouse Mm -hmm. and let the fresh fire of jesus christ come upon me and my family and Mm -hmm. my spouse in jesus name Amen.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you double <laughs> those magic damn. spells
0: are horrible and it just tortures and tears people mm-hmm. apart so make sure you're burning them up there's witchcraft scrolls mm-hmm. working against you the parable of the sower sowing the seed jesus christ said anytime you have the word from god christ said the enemy come and try to mess it up with his words which are mm-hmm. all the magic arts and magic spells scrolls working in the mm-hmm. invisible realm from the fallen angels mm-hmm. and it's no question you deal with it continuously. Now let's be effective priests that know how to mm-hmm. burn those witchcraft scrolls mm-hmm. like the book of Acts. They had a bonfire and burned them. Amen. You're going to learn how to do that every day.
1: Yep, and so I want you to take a, a mental and emotional inventory of all your relationship problems right now at home. Uh, now, if it's you and you're single, think about your relationship with your friends. Your relationship is your feelings toward others. Take an inventory of your emotions toward leadership. Take inventory of your emotion towards Jesus, towards God, you know, towards, you know, what's going on in your life. But take emotional inventory, people at home, uh, men and women, how you feel at home most of the time toward your spouse, any hidden resentment, any feelings like you f- feel something's wrong. Most of your relationship problems are actually just magic spells. True. or as soon, now, I want to give you a really uh, important key here. As soon as those magic spells are broken,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the, those relationship issues are gone immediately. What magic spells do is they cause you, that it's the augury of the human person through the wicked birds of the air. They'll cause you, in a, if you're under a magic spell, it doesn't matter, sense and reason doesn't matter to you. You cannot reason your way out of a magic spell. Yeah you can't look at the pictures of your wedding to break a magic spell (laughs) it doesn't work like that it's a spiritual battle Mm. and i recommend you go through our playlist if you're dealing with relationship issues go back through the spell breaking series that we have a playlist of on our youtube channel here you can go that put that on loop in the house listen to that while you're sleeping at night put it on get free and stay free maintain that breakthrough Mm. And, uh, you know, you can do that by walking close with the Lord and then sow a seed when you get a breakthrough so you maintain the breakthrough. Right? When an apostle or prophet prays for your breakthrough and you don't go back and sow a seed, there's not really much guarantee you're going to maintain your breakthrough because you're just take, 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 take from God and you don't give. If you're not giving,
0: yep.
1: it's you're not going to maintain the breakthrough. No it's sacrifice, gonna, no
0: connection to you're just the kingdom, the government, the Sanhedrin. Mm-hmm. It's just you know, bless me apart from the mountain guaranteed to be terminated. So you want to make right. sure you're connected to the mountain, yes. and, you know, blessing the Sanhedrin who's helping you continuously mm-hmm. as an apostolic government in all things. Yeah. So you stay connected. Amen. Right.
1: Especially for financial breakthroughs, health breakthroughs and relationship breakthroughs. I know personally for me, anytime I've had, like a breakthrough in any of those areas, it's always a, a financial seed that really is secu- It really secures your breakthrough because you're saying, I value that spiritual substance from this man or this woman of God who prayed for me and I got the breakthrough. I couldn't have got the breakthrough without the teaching, without the, the live stream. It attaches the, the you know. natural
0: realm and it deals mm-hmm. with disconnect in the heart. That's why Christ said where your treasure is there, your heart will be also... You just constantly want to keep reconnecting and strengthening your heart connection to the thrones of heaven Mm -hmm. and as many thrones Mm -hmm. around his throne which Mm -hmm. is the government of god the heavenly sanhedrin
1: amen so when you're under that magic spell uh, you you don't think the way you would think you think crazy things you believe insane things false signs and wonders and lying visions and lying dreams when they come upon a soul you're caught in a false reality that's not even real. That's not even your actual emotions. Those are emotions that have been put on you as magic spells for you to feel that way toward your spouse, for you to feel that way towards your kids, for you to forget all the whatever stuff. When those magic spells come upon you, it's, it's, either, you, it's, a, it's either you have armor and you're, you have healing and it doesn't light upon you, you've got the fire going, (laughs) even if you're walking in fire and blazing and circumcisions, get healed. If you have any Mm. bitterness or um, there's a lack of healing, it doesn't matter how high up you go. If you're not getting the healing by forgiving, like if someone sins against you in a certain way, you better forgive them. If your husband sins against you in a certain way, forgive them. If your girlfriend's Are sinning against you your friends your your wife they sin against you in a certain way if you don't get healing through forgiveness real forgiveness and real healing wounds in the heart and in the spirit are openings for magic spells the devils are not nice they're not like oh well let's just give them time to get the healing nope (laughs) oh we see an opening bam they're coming for you Sharks. you've got to be sharp you've got to be on point you've got to be plugged into the community Plugged into the broadcast, stay in the word of God and communicate uh, with your family, Mm -hmm. with the things of God. Don't just have a animal chatter household. What do you talk about with your kids and your spouse at home? Oh, blah, 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 school, work, this and that. We want to upgrade the house, remodel the house, blah, blah, buy a car, go to the park, pizza and a movie.
0: Simchat versus Simchat Torah. Or you, you'll have just the Sims talking about worldly that nonsense so that good. has no eternal value. Yeah. Or let everything in the house magnify Shekinah, Amen. which is Simchat Torah.
1: That's so good. Mm. Simchat Torah. And congratulations too. by the way, speaking of Simchat
0: Torah,
1: <laughs> Apostle Brandon just received his red rose soul. I think that was, was that last night? Last night. That was last night. Yep. And it was really glorious. And so happy Entered birthday. Entered the ninth
0: world. So yeah, it's the biggest shift yet. Just incredible. Uh, go, Adam Kadmon took about four months th- for me. It was
1: multiverse uh, is another thing. It
0: was four times longer than all the other worlds I ascended through, and uh, so it was just such a tremendous thing. Last night, um, been dealing with Hakma uh, and Molech and uh, the circumcision membranes there, and it was been just wonderful conquering in these higher realms yes, of, the, of the upper Sephirat. So Lord, if I'm ready to jump, <laughs> give me uh, the signs and wonders, and at that moment, uh, gold dust began to cover my hands, and it was everywhere. both of them everywhere. And I was like, "Oh, hallelujah! <laughs> it's, we're ready. It's time!" And so excited. So we jumped, and man, the shift in my soul was <gasps> really. What's it
1: like having a sixth soul?
0: A sixth is like being, you know, a different person, and uh, you know, it's fresh and it's new. And I got—I have to feed my red rose. But the um, the initial four hours of that impartation and that increase, I mean, I felt like a completely different person thinking differently. His I,
1: personality filled the whole room. Yeah. My red rose soul immediately felt the companionship. <laughs> The friendship, the camaraderie, the nourishment. I was I like, said, this let it is also be confirmed amazing. with
0: another sign and wonder. And I, op- and I knew it. I said that out loud before I did it. And I, as I went on to Facebook <laughs> and let it be confirmed, <laughs> and as I scrolled down, there it was mm-hmm. a red rose. And it was conser- conser- uh, con- confirmed multiple times with yep. signs and wonders. Here, I want to just share the biggest thing that was astonishing to me was how much more real, the father felt tangibly Mm. inside my body, where the awareness of a person that's no longer the human being Brandon Barthrop, And like a very, very real feeling of like this, the father and his nature is now in me more. And that experience was the most dramatic effect of ascending into the ninth world and getting the red rose soul it's just like mm-hmm. wow this is more of the father and i felt less like myself which is a really good thing i felt more like him yep
1: <laughs> and that is a part of jesus's soul he gives a part of him that red rose <laughs> to those who rise into those realms it's of his substance to reflect him. And uh, I smelled roses. I smelled the red rose. Mm. It smelled like just beautiful rose, red rose perfume through the apartment. I said, did you spray a perfume? We're just sitting there. And all of a sudden that fragrance came down. He's like, no, I, you it. like it's the one time he wasn't yeah. spraying a perfume.
0: <laughs> the one time I hadn't sprayed anything in a while. She yeah. smells the divine just, fragrance. Bam,
1: just rose. And it is Beautiful, and I, I remember that happened. I smelled that when I got mine as well, so I remembered the red rose fragrance. I
0: can smell it right now, actually.
1: Oh, we're talking about it too. Yep. That red rose fragrance. like
0: red roses.
1: Is distinctly different than the fragrance of the pink rose. So y- you know, when you go to a rose garden, you <laughs> smell each rose, and they smell. You can smell the difference. <laughs> they have a distinct, unique fragrance, and so that might be fun. Maybe mm. we'll get to perfume. Maybe we'll get to perfume. Oh some yes. Of these yeah, the Red Rose fragrance.
0: I really miss my perfumery, uh. so I, I established this a tiny little road kit that I can work on developing new fragrances while I'm down here. So And fun. We'll, we'll reopen BB Luxury Perfume May 1st.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. In the
0: meantime, we have been developing <laughs> some fashion. This outfit, the YHVH uh, collection at Beezleboo.com. I'm telling you guys, you know, we're really into fashion. We love art. We love mm-hmm. the colors. It's, it's really... How it is in Heavenly. heaven. That heaven is like that. <laughs> you could say, well, fashion Fashion in, is a huge <laughs> deal in heaven. A- and everyone's wearing something glorious mm-hmm. and fun and exciting and filled with God and color and um, all, all <laughs> kinds of different colors. Even the browns and the darker colors, the mm-hmm. earth tones are vibrant with life. Mm-hmm. And so the, that is such a huge part of the, the art and the crea- creativeness and creativity. And we've been just producing some of that and releasing that while we're down here. Check it out. There's links in the description to our store. And, um, you know, it's oh. high-quality stuff. So oh, it might be and a little it's bit Mystic.
1: I, I want to share a Mystic thing about this pattern. It might be a little pattern. more
0: expensive than people are used to for some of it. But we have more budget-oriented stuff, too, um, depending on mm-hmm. what your budget is for clothing. Right. So but check if out you're those shoes. The shoes are the best deal. Yeah. And they're so comfortable. I own, like, three different pairs of them. They're amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. <laughs> and the, the the baseline price for l- just the, the raw materials is, r- is pretty expensive. Yeah. But that's because why? That's what the Lord wants to do. He wants to He wants us to make really quality items. This is and the it's nicest f-
0: hat <laughs> I own. The YHVH one. It's the highest quality so. canvas. It's better than Versace. I'm telling you, it's better than Gucci. Yeah. This, this is really haute couture.
1: It's really good quality materials. Uh, but understanding if you are someone you're already into fashion and you love <laughs> couture uh, this stuff is actually like really cheap compared to like for the quality yeah. super cheap we don't jack up the prices like that like th- how uh, they do like I know Philip Klein
0: a famous Swiss yeah. uh, designer he made an outfit similar uh, similar to this with this pattern with just the, the jumpsuit which is the the, the mm-hmm. suit, the pants and the shirt it was $3,000 right So this is
1: like really cheap compared to the industry.
0: Understand the industry and just, you know, and some of you just keep going from glory to glory and these things will be added unto you.
1: Right. So don't despise (laughs) the days of small beginnings. The wealth (laughs) transfer is coming. That Kim Clement prophecy. We've played it a couple of times uh, here on RLM TV live. He said, you know, don't say that I don't that I'm not going to do it. Don't say that that's what God doesn't want to do. He said, I'm going to make millionaires. And billionaires, billionaires those who have been astute with their finances so be wise with your finances and again giving into the kingdom of God is a wise investment and taking care of your business uh, get a job ministries right so if there's anyone of you that has not that you don't currently have a job you're not yep. in ministry you're not on the website page with your name there on salary right if you don't have a job or you're struggling to get a job or maybe you just don't think you need a job just put it in the comments and we're going to just release angels to help you get a job and keep a job because it's a curse on your life if you can't keep a job that's a demonic curse so we want that broken off of you just decree that thing broken in jesus name that the angels be released to you to help you find the job where you need to be for you to learn you know the the good lessons in the glory with your father and developing the character and the um, the ability with the finances so you can go glory to glory in your finances that's how you're building the kingdom it's not just making things online to share online making memes you know making yeah, you need posters, to be in the real marketplace posts. you need to let's ha- get a job ministries absolute and truth. Some of you you might have been wounded there because maybe your religious parents told you you need to get a job and mm. you might have been wounded because well, here's the thing. Your mom might have been right. They might be demon possessed, but they were right about you needing to get a job. So, you got to come out from the bitterness or the woundedness, reasons why you do what you do. You need to be where God is placing you because your destiny path it's not a religious spirit sitting on a couch sitting on the computer at home just doing things on your computer you're not having a job where are you going what are you doing with your life so we just make sure you get aligned with the will of god for your life that's where you're going to find the financial blessings that's where you're going to be on your track to meet the spouse that god has prepared for you that's where you're going to be able to be providing for your family at a greater level rise in righteousness so that that wealth transfer, as it's taken and stripped from the wicked, can be added to you because you're walking in cosmic righteousness, in humility and loyalty.
0: I just saw a vision as Rebecca was talking, I'll I'll explain this, and then we'll end for today, of the the year of the open door. And I just Mm. saw a huge door of fire. And the Lord knows that you want the increases in your life. Of course you want success, you want... Mm you know, the nice things in your houses and, and you are God's kids and there is, um, obviously God knows that those things should be added unto his people. Here's the issue, the door of fire, okay? This is the year of the open door, 2024. This door of fire is the door of the Holy Spirit. So understand your faithfulness and your loyalty and your obedience to the Spirit of God and the Spirit of God's anointed mm. is what creates the door of holy fire that you will walk through for the increase to be added unto you. If you try to do it apart from the door, you're not doing it in faithfulness, obedience. You're doing it in the enemy, in self-servience, in greed, and in lust. So, so all of this success, all of this increase, all of the blessings that we want you to have and God wants you to have requires faithfulness Mm -hmm. and loyalty to the Spirit of Christ until your faithfulness and loyalty in doing the things that please Him creates the door that you walk through and it will be a door of fire. It'll be a greater sanctification, a greater glory, a greater holiness with less greed, Mm -hmm. less lust, less selfishness and more of Him. And that's how you go from glory to glory through these doors of fire in jesus name, amen
1: and that obedience is always going to be like he said through his sent ones which are what his chief apostles his apostles his prophets and that's where god has planted you the ministry that god has planted you in that's where you'll receive the instruction and the correction and that is where the true obedience is found through obedience to Christ Jesus Christ who came in the flesh not just one time to die on the cross but Jesus Christ who is in the earthen vessels of his anointed and sent leaders who are the shepherds of your souls.
0: Amen. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen esteemed viewers of RLM TV thank you for joining us in this sacred space where we come together to explore the profound teachings of the Bible. Today I stand before you to extend a heartfelt invitation to support RLM TV, a platform that endeavors to bring the timeless wisdom of the Scriptures into the homes and hearts of believers around the world. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 4, verse 7, we are reminded that wisdom is the principal thing, and with all our getting, we should get understanding. RLM TV is dedicated to providing that understanding to unravel the layers of divine knowledge embedded in the Holy Scriptures. Your support is crucial in allowing us to continue this noble mission. As we embark on this journey, let us draw inspiration from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28, verses 19 and 20, where Jesus instructs His disciples to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. RLM aspires to fulfill this divine commission by reaching out to souls across the globe, illuminating their lives with the light of God's Word. Your generous contributions play a pivotal role in sustaining this beacon of enlightenment. The Gospel of Luke chapter 6, verse 38 encourages us with the promise that when we give, it will be given to us in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. By supporting RLM TV, you are sowing seeds of spiritual abundance, not only for yourselves, but for countless others who will reap the harvest of God's grace through this ministry. In the book of Malachi, chapter 3, verse 10, we are challenged to bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in God's house. RLM TV is that spiritual storehouse where the sustenance of God's word is shared abundantly your financial contributions ensure that the storehouse remains full allowing us to continue feeding the hungry souls seeking nourishment for their faith in conclusion let us heed the words of Philippians chapter 4 verse 19, which assures us that our God will supply every need of ours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. As you consider contributing to TV, know that you are partaking in a divine partnership to spread the richness of God's glory through the medium of internet and television. Thank you for your attention, and may your hearts be moved to support RLM TV as we journey together in the pursuit of spiritual enlightenment and understanding. God bless you abundantly. Amen.